Welcome to Unbalanced MN Special Coup Edition. I'm here with my co-host Miles Bragg and our producer Sam Richards. No interview today, but we were talking and decided that the current moment was too important not to address. Specifically, we wanted to talk about how the media reacted to the storming of the Capitol last week. Now, locally, there were some big mistakes, which we're going to talk about. Uh, but Miles and Sam, you have helped curate our Twitter to get a lot of lefty voices there that I wasn't hearing before. And there's a lot of chatter about how the national media was throwing around the word anarchist. Uh, uh, it's a thing that happens frequently in depictions in media or, or news to use the term anarchy when they're referring to chaos. Mm. Anarchism is one of the oldest political traditions and it's centered around mutual aid and solidarity and direct action. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Anarchists are the opposite of these type of people. Uh, mm -hmm. Anarchists are typically the ones that are trying to organize community alternatives to what the the state and the fascists are are proposing you know i actually saw a really good joke from a local comedian none of those people started a co-op none of those people <laughs> have two to 23 bicycles or <laughs> have ever participated in a reading group you know like these are not anarchists on one hand, I get why they would use it. Like, I mean, everybody uses the word anarchy to mean chaos. Like a party gets out of control, a beer can gets thrown through the window, and people say, oh, it was absolute anarchy. But like you're saying, anarchy is a political ideology, and it is by and large the enemy of the people storming the capital. The media's use of the word betrays real ignorance of the current political conflict. I think in that moment, because it was mostly just while the attack was ongoing, it seemed like it was stemming mostly from a couple people on CNN when they were uh -huh. just struggling to kind of label what this group of people was. And now it seems like the narrative is sort of centered around thug or insurrection. I was particularly wondering, have you been using terrorist? Because I kind of think fascist terrorist seems appropriate, but I also understand the loaded terminology. I tend to lean away from using the term terrorist or terrorism. It only seems to benefit the national security and surveillance state. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that's something that I want to avoid. I've been pretty much just using far-right activists, far-right revolutionaries. Hmm. It kind of just depends on how or what particular actions we're describing. Hilariously, in this instance, I think I'm going to take it a step further than you. You know, when I was... When I was watching all the shit go down, I kept going back to what Renton was saying, like uh, that if Trump lost the election but mobilized a mass base to violently overthrow democracy, like he would become a fascist. Like I'm not quite there yet. Like is the whole movement fascist? I don't know. But in this instance, was Trump instigating a fascist coup? Yeah, <laughs> I th I'm comfortable saying that. I was definitely wondering what our experts were thinking, too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I did reach out to Renton um, just to ask him because, you know, he was so on my mind. And he did respond. So he said, uh, I'm glad that what I said connected. And while it's depressing to see some of what I described come to pass, it's also reassuring that Trump made his play too late, far too late to save him. While this could be a stage towards something bad, there's still time to stop them. 
It's up to you and everyone in the states who is shocked by what they saw. You're the ones who have to organize to stop Trump and his followers. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. And that's the only feeling that I've had since, you know, switching over from anger. We've literally seen this history before. In Germany, there was a failed coup and Hitler was imprisoned. He got out of prison and then like 10 years after the Beer Hall Push, you know, he took over Germany. So <gasps> failed coups are not the end of the story. And my motivation yeah. right now is just to make sure that like, like the, we'll talk about it, but the WCCO thing. Okay, okay. Sorry to interrupt Sam, but this seems like a good place to bring this conversation back home. So let's talk about what the Minnesota media did, because there were two very clear instances of poor judgment on the part of some journalists here. WCCO seems like a good place to start. Uh, I think, Miles, you got the rundown on that for us, right? Yeah, well, yep. WCCO, what can you do, right? They're the <laughs> biggest media outlet, arguably, in the state, you know, and they have a huge, huge reach, so it, it's pretty disappointing. But So just for anybody who doesn't know, because I think we do have a couple listeners who aren't here in the cities... Uh, WCCO is the local CBS affiliate. They're a TV station and a radio station. So sorry for interrupting. Just No, you're good. Anyway, I, I wrote about Chad Rothdahl. Uh Chad Rothdahl is what I would call a classic shoot long rambling videos in your car, far right kind of activists from Blooming Prairie in southern Minnesota. Uh, Chad is a pretty recognizable fellow, standing tall at well over six feet and a giant red beard, making him pretty easy to spot. He first came onto my radar when I saw him at one of these hold the line slash stop the steel rallies. He was standing right front and center, side by side with Proud Boys and other militia types. There's tons of pictures of this. Um, Those kind of fellow travelers, they can't hide behind some sort of plausible deniability for much longer for after after this week. I mean, what's that okay. saying in Germany about, you know, if, if five non-Nazis are eating dinner with five other Nazis, you have a dinner party with ten Nazis or something. <laughs> really loves using... Anquifa as an epithet. On December 5th, my birthday, actually, he just tweeted, fuck Anquifa. You <laughs> fucked hard a lot. That's super nice. You know, and just stuff like this. He's been extremely active in these stop the steal slash hold the line rallies since the election, and he traveled to D.C. for this Trump rally on Wednesday the 6th. As I was re-reviewing Chad Rothdahl's Twitter and Facebook posts these last few days because everything's public. He puts everything out there in the public. It's not mm -hmm. like any works that hard to see it. The videos that he was posting from the Capitol, he is whooping and hollering and yep. cheering like a giddy schoolgirl. And WCCO interviewed him, right? Like, but like, what were his credentials? Like, why were they talking to him in the first place? Man travels to DC to raise his voice about questions he heard over the election. And then what do you say when he was on the air? Oh, the, it's just so unfortunate what happened today. Some some thugs, you know, got in there and things got out of hand and it just, you know, blah, 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 wasn't the right people. It's like, again, the, the journalists were just not doing their their due diligence there. And it is, it's grossly irresponsible. 
WCCO needs to be held to account for not vet, vetting this interviewee and now rerunning that piece on multiple occasions. It's journalistic malfeasance and it shouldn't be tolerated by the audience. Well said. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I would say that also if they're professional journalists who are paid 40 hours a week, they should have the time to go through someone's social media posts and see who the fuck they're platforming, especially mm -hmm. to see if it's a credible source or not. And that kind mm -hmm. of leads into what KSTP didn't do, or I guess let J. Cole do as a propagandist who has a track record in the city's media market as a propagandist who's been proven to not have credibility on issues of race and politics. Jay Coles is the journalist who's behind Pointergate. Which was another completely contrived propaganda story based on a source that was not to be trusted. Whoops, right? sorry. Scandal, again, for listeners not in the city, was that our former mayor did door knocking around an election with a nonprofit group that was run by people of color. And at one point, Somebody wanted to do a photograph, and so she stood with one of the volunteers, and they threw peace signs at the camera, and Coles did a story blasting or blowing her up from, like, a really crappy, quote-unquote, law enforcement source, uh, alleging that she was throwing gang signs. It was <laughs> pretty racist, and he even got called out by CNN for shoddy journalism. He, at the end of one of his broadcasts, um, the day of the attack, he came on and he had a, a security expert in the cities who I had never heard of until now named Michael Rosin. And he owns Rosin Security, which I don't know much about. I don't know how big of a company it is. They have a pretty nice website and all this. But they he, he so J. Cole quoted this Michael Rosin guy saying, oh, yeah, there are, uh, it, it looks like Antifa might be actually responsible based on tattoos and other kind of like iconography that we can tell. And so Jesus. they ran that uncritically on a news story uh, online, a public or a, a, a digital edition of the story. And then on the news broadcast, he just starts wildly speculating about the exact opposite people than those who committed the attack. Um, and so I asked Rosin Security on Twitter, just I tweeted at them saying something like, Do you still think it's Antifa who's behind the attack as you were quoted in at PP's yep. reporting and broadcast? And they actually respond they responded fairly quick. You actually saw that Twitter thread and I jumped on it because I didn't know like the whole story of what was going on, but I knew enough to be like really pissed off at these people. You don't you don't need to do like an AI analysis of grainy tattoo photos or whatever it is they did. You just do a Google search. I mean, like, Baked Alaska was live streaming from inside the Capitol. The guy's a neo-Nazi. He was the manager of Milo Yiannopoulos' uh, Dangerous Faggot Tour. He's worked with Mike Cernovich. He has been, like, a far-right online provocateur for years. It's like, do a Google search. I know. That's why it seems so glaring and so, like, such a big public disservice yeah. to not not fulfill your role as a major media broadcaster that's role is ostensibly to inform the people about something major that happened in the nation's capital, right? And so these are journalists who are furthering literal propaganda. 
they knew goddamn well at the time that Antifa wasn't behind an attack that we knew they were organizing <laughs> and talking about for months. Well, yeah. at least a month, weeks beforehand. So for them to go on TV and be like, well, I talked to an expert that thinks it might actually be Antifa based on some harebrained analysis. That's if no, if there's no accountability for that, then is KSTP Infowars? Like what? What are we doing here? Yeah. Are we actually living, trying to live in a realistic society together, or is everybody just gonna have no standards and it's just a fair game to do whatever you want? What what a bunch of pieces of shit. They went from believing Alex Jones, who is always oh the Constitution and we have to protect them from the jackbooted thugs who are gonna trample over our rights, and then they fucking storm in on a constitutional process because they're unhappy with an election. Get the fuck out of here. How can you go from such an inconsistent ideology to, I don't, oh my God, this stuff is like, these people, they're, if, they're, if there isn't any massive, like, accountability, first of all, and then a way to get these people off of this track in a meaningful way, then it's just going to keep happening. And it's like, uh, yeah, God, damn. yeah, like, I mean, I don't want. I don't want a violent revolution. I mean, I know you don't. I mean, we we, we, we got to find some way to avoid it. You know, it's like I, I talked to that Q guy um, not long ago, which is going to be an episode coming up here pretty quick. I'm excited to put it together. But, you know, we talked for like three hours. He told me everything he believes, why he believes it. Um, he was a really good sport about it. But towards the end of the conversation, we started talking about the things we have in common. And, and, and there's a lot. Like, we have a lot of values in common. He and I have a friend in common. There's there's like a lot of common ground, you know, and that was a nice end note to the conversation. But then as I was leaving, he, he started making these points about how like, see, our differences aren't that big of a deal anyway. And it's like, no, man, no, our differences are pretty, pretty significant. And we, we like can't downplay those differences. I mean, like, yeah, we need to find a way to come together, but like, how do we, how do we do that? How do we find some common ground and some compromise without being those five non-Nazis sitting with the five Nazis you talked about earlier? Yeah, no, that's a good question. That would be a whole other phone call, though. <laughs> <laughs> and in the meantime, a friendly reminder to our friends in the media, do a Google search before you interview people. And don't interview revolutionaries and present them as, you know, just a man on the street. And calls. And what's that? Fire J. Cole. <laughs> well, that just about does it for our special coup edition of Unbalanced MN. Thank you very much for listening. If you like what you hear and want to support us, you can follow us on Twitter at unbalanced underscore MN. Or if you happen to have won second place in a beauty contest, had a bank error in your favor, or in some other way become a rich Uncle Pennybags, you can find us at patreon.com slash unbalanced MN and share some of that Monopoly money. Also, listen to us on Apple and Spotify. And send news tips. Or send news tips. by your uh, local fascist in our inbox. <laughs> Always need help with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. See you all. Have a good one.